What's up guys, my name is Tyson and welcome to my channel. I'm trying something different and I'm going to be making a weekly video called Tyson Talks. I'm going to talk about current events under the entertainment umbrella that I think are cool and kind of give my thoughts on them. So first up this week, it is the first week after E3 and everybody can relax and take a deep breath and just enjoy everything that we saw last week. It's no surprise that one of the things I'm most excited for is Destiny 2 and I didn't think I could get even more excited about it but then I started watching all of the 60 frames per second on PC gameplay from it. And and, like I just didn't think that Destiny could look and feel better. Well, I guess I don't really know how it feels just yet, but 60 frames, like watching that gameplay made me, it kicked, kicked me in the butt to try to start looking at how I'm going to build a PC. And I'm gonna build a PC strictly for Destiny 2. I know that sounds outrageous, but I'm just obsessed with this game. Yeah, it's, it's a problem. Some of the things I'm kind of worried for Destiny is we don't have any private matches and we don't have ranks at launch, which, kind of as a bummer like you'd think that those were pretty easy game modes especially now that they just added private matches in destiny one and how fun it is to just run in there and mess around and it's just fun to just do private matches especially with your friends um there was a rumor and i think it is now confirmed that there's going to be seasons in destiny 2 and i know a lot of other games like diablo overwatch i think a ton other do seasons and pretty much what it is is like your rank resets and then you have a season to hit a certain uh, mark and then again it resets and you get like different rewards and I'm excited to see how Destiny takes seasons and how they kind of make it their own. Um, it's a great way to get people to come back to the game after a while. Um, so yeah, I hope hope that they do it right. A few other games that I'm super, super excited for but probably aren't coming out this year are Spider-Man, God of War. Both of those trailers and like gameplay footage just looked amazing. Like I didn't think, I, I kind of fell out of love with Spider-Man, especially after the last two movies, not including the, the new one and Civil War. But I'm starting to like, get a new appreciation for Spider-Man and this game looks like it's just in the same vein as the new movies. It looks like it's trying to to re-win all of the Spider-Man fans out there. So I'm very excited for the Spider-Man game. God of War is kind of the same thing. It's been so long since we've had a, a, a full God of War game and people have kind of gotten tired of what the, the first three were. I never played Ascension. So it's kind of nice to see that they're taking the God of War franchise in a different direction. Instead of Greek mythology, we're going Norse mythology, and it just looks like it's a, uh, a darker kind of tone to the game. I hope that hope that it pays off. And of course, the last game that I'm pretty excited for is Battlefront 2. I didn't play too much of Battlefront 1, and I am a huge Star Wars fan, but only because there were just so many things that I didn't like about the game that it was only PvP. Um, it was super, it took super long, even if you were good, it took super long to like rank up and there weren't like immediate rewards. And I know that sounds like me asking a lot, but like you kind of want some small things on your journey to like the next rank or something like that. I know that all of the DLC they announced it's going to be free. I love when, when companies do that, it makes it so that you Want, keep, want to keep coming back and you don't have to feel like you have to put another like 20, 30, 40 bucks into the game to get the new stuff. So I'm very stoked on the free DLC and I'm excited to see how Battlefront 2 does this this fall. This next story is a little bit of a, a, a downer for all of my Canadian counterparts out there. I started looking at pre-orders for games and I started to see that the new Nintendo Switch games like um, Mario Odyssey and I think Pokken Tournament, 
the new Nintendo Switch games are going to be $100 in Canada. And I started looking at the American prices and the American prices haven't gone up at all. And I know that like our Canadian dollar is really, really bad. And so right now, games in Canada cost $80. And that's pretty much a standard um, across all platforms. So to see Nintendo push it another 20 bucks so that games are $100 and then you can't even find a Switch... I just don't know, like, I I, I want to know why, why they decided to to make games $100, because it just doesn't make any sense to me, um, especially when you have, so you, go, you can go into your Best Buy and you got Mario Odyssey, $100, and then right next to it, Destiny 2 for $80. Now, both games are different. Both games are probably still very, very great. But I just don't see a game like Mario Odyssey being $20 more than any other game out there. And I was even doing the math, and it might even cost less to buy the game in America and get it shipped to Canada. It might be like 10 bucks less, but still, it's like, I just don't understand why Nintendo does this. Why do they screw around with how much their things cost? Like, I know that people are complaining about the Pro Controller being like $90, and even the Joy-Cons are super expensive. I just don't know why. And next, it's almost July, which means it's a great time to get caught up on our backlog of movies and games and TV. But also, in the next couple of months, there's a couple of games and movies that I'm super excited for. First is the Crash Trilogy. Now, I thought I was going to pass on this game, but then all of a sudden I saw a little Amazon sale where it was like 20 bucks off. So I pre-ordered it super fast. It has three Platinums, which I'm very excited for. Um, And also, Crash was my very first PlayStation game, so I have very fond memories. I don't know how much the game is going to bring back those memories just because it's like a a remat not even a remaster but it's almost a remake and I don't even think I played the other two games so it'll be fun to see if those games are still good if if the mechanics and everything is good about them so I get but for for 20 bucks like you can't go wrong with with a crash game the game I'm most excited for this summer Final Fantasy 12 remaster oh my god Final Fantasy 12 is my favorite Final Fantasy of all time is the everything about it is just so good and i don't know why people like sleep on it it's just such a good game the the real-time battle like i know that people complain about the gambit system how you can literally just like put your controller down and and the game can fight for you it's like yeah you can do that but why would you like i turn all of the gambits off i like everything is in real time all of the fights the the summons i forget they have some sort of um They have like a super that you can do. Each character has a super and you can like uh, ping pong the supers back and forth if you press the right combination of buttons. God, it's just so good. And the story. I love the I love the story, the world, the the judges are like these the evil government and and then you're this little kid, Vaughn, and you meet up with like space pirates, or I guess not space pirates, but like pirates that have like a ship and God, it's just so good. I love Final Fantasy XII. I'm excited to see all of the things that they change and bring to it. The trophy list. This is going to be a definite platinum for me. Um, Yeah, Final Fantasy XII. Don't sleep on Final Fantasy XII. Next, some movies that I'm excited for are Transformers The Last Night. Now, I'm excited for this because I think this is the last Transformers movie that Michael Bay is doing, which means it should be the last Transformers movie, which means that in another two to three years we could get a good reboot even though i've heard rumors that there's going to be a bumblebee movie 
I don't know where these movies went wrong. I remember the first one was good, but I haven't watched it in a long time, so I don't hold me to that. But God, I used to love Transformers and like Beast Wars and just, oh God, Transformers are so cool. But they made these movies into these weird Michael Bay action shot after action shot movie and I don't know. I, I'm definitely going to pass on the theater, theatrical release. I'll probably like watch it when it finally comes to Netflix. Next is Spider-Man Homecoming. God, I couldn't be more excited for this one because finally Spider-Man is in the MCU. He gets his own movie. I know that it's like with Sony, but it's with the MCU and it just looks great. I love that it's a different villain. It's not just like a rehashing of like Green Goblin or some other villain that we've seen before. It's the Vulture. I love the Vulture. Hopefully they take some notes from the comics and I just hope that this Spider-Man movie will be successful because then that means that other Marvel properties that Marvel sold away to different companies could somehow come back in a different way. Like, God, I would love it if we could have a, a reboot of Fantastic Four done right. Even like if X-Men could somehow be in the MCU. Just bring it all back to Marvel. Bring it all back home. Finally, there's a movie coming out just next week called Baby Driver. The trailer looks amazing. It looks like it's using the soundtrack as a character, and I love when movies do that, like that the soundtrack is just as important as some of the actors in the movie. And it gave me a lot of like Guardians and Guardians 2 vibes, just how the music is used. And yeah, just just amazing. It has a star-studded cast. There's Kevin Spacey, Jamie Foxx, John Barenthal, uh, John Hamm. The lead is Ansel Elgert. He's been in a couple of other movies, but never something that I kind of saw as outstanding. Um, he's been in like those Divergent, Divergent movies, which I didn't watch. Um, so well, I guess we'll see how he is as an actor. Um, very excited for Baby Driver, though. And it's and it's directed by uh, Edgar Wright, who was the director for Ant-Man, one of my favorite movies of the Marvel Universe. So... I hope I hope that Baby Driver is is a, a cool movie. This is my music minute. It's 60 seconds of me telling you what songs I'm listening to and I think that you would enjoy too. First song is You Can Count On Me by Ansel Elgert featuring Logic. Uh, never knew that the actor could sing, but he does really have a good voice. Logic's verse is always flawless. Um, if you like a kind of chill, mellow song, you should check out You Can Count On Me. Next is Love Again by Headley. I got some real Daft Punk slash Chromio vibes from it. Really, really cool really funky vibe kind of like a summery tune feels by calvin harris is the next song and it's another kind of summer funky tune any kind of song that pharrell is on just makes you smile for some reason and makes you like feel happy it's weird but it's so good the next song is to you by david guetta featuring justin bieber it's weird to say but every song that bieber is featured on are just like awesome chart toppers and finally the last song is location by khalid for the longest time i've had this song on repeat i don't really know what to compare it to but it's the song is just so good it's so minimalist like there's there's not a lot going on, but what is going on is just so good. It's so soulful. Uh, you should give Location by Khalid a listen. And that's it. That's all for this episode of Tyson Talks, the very first one in the books. I want to thank you guys for watching. Don't forget to hit that like button. It means a lot to me. And subscribe to stay up to date for all of the videos that I will be doing on this channel. Um, hopefully, I'll get some more uh, like Let's Plays and some reviews and just a whole bunch of stuff coming your way. 
And if you want to stay up to date with all of the nonsense that I say on Twitter, you can follow me at Tyson Pellegrini. Thanks again for watching, and I'll see you next time.